Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Hi, this is Daphne Megan. You're listening to Broke Girl Therapy. Because therapy is too expensive. You're listening to Broke Girl Therapy. Broke Broke Girl Therapy. It's Cammie. And this is Nikki from Double Teen Podcast. And I'm Stephanie and motherfucking Megan from Broco Therapy. Come join us for the first live show ever. Broco Therapy and Double Teen Podcast are collaborating for a live show event in Los Angeles on October 20th at 7 p.m. We are so excited. Everyone, you don't want to miss this show. I know you're dying to meet us and you're going to get to do just that. But we're also going to have drinks. We're going to have games. You might see HK and Nikki have an anal battle. You never know what's going to happen. But it's going to be lit. So I promise you want to be there. LA, come through and party with me, Cami, and Nikki and celebrate our first live show ever. To find tickets for the event, feel free to check out the description down below or go check out our websites, brocotherapy.com or doubleteampodcast.com. We hope to see you guys there and we want to meet every single one of you guys and take a photo and laugh and be friends and just make memories. And it's our first one, so you guys have to come. Please. Oh, I'm so excited. I want to be so nervous. Okay. Oh my God. How are you guys? <laughs> hey. Hey. We're good. We're here. We're good. Yeah, a little like jet lagged. Uh, you jet just got lagged. back, right? I brought back anxiety with me. Aww. But we did just get back from Europe. We, we were there did. for two weeks. Oh Spain, and Germany. It was dope. It was dope. Yeah. I've actually never been to Europe. <gasps> Real, what? what? Mm-hmm. Oh my God. We have to go global. Yeah, we should. ETT. It's actually, I mean, I just don't like long plane flights. So I think I've just neglected it for so long. I okay, yeah. I will say I'm so happy that I don't have to see an airplane for at least a month because. Yeah, like yeah. even just a 45 minute flight from Oakland to like Burbank. I'm like, ugh. Yeah. I, I will say um, it was what, 10 hours one way and like 12, one. I don't remember. Entirely too long. It was, it was long. Luckily, I slept through the first flight. I slept through most of it and the food was pretty good. So, yeah, 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 I don't know. But I, I have a bone to pick with United Airlines when we're ready for that. Why? Let's hear it. No, because on the way back from the the last leg of the flight was or the on the way back. Um, it was Palma to Newark, Newark to Los Angeles. Well, so the first meal that they serve us mm. on the flight to, to Newark 
was actually really good. They had a vegetarian option. They had a chicken or something. Vegetarian lasagna. That's what it was. Yeah, that's what it was. Vegetarian lasagna. I really liked it. And then. Are you vegetarian? I'm pescatarian. Okay, because I think. I was talking to Danny on the show, and I was like, he wanted to go to Korean barbecue. He was like, oh, we should go with the twins. I'm like, do they even eat meat? He's like, they eat dick. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, my God. And so I was like, I was like, I was like yeah, the maybe only they meat do. I eat. Yeah. That is the only meat for um, me as well. Every once in a while. I eat fish. I eat fish. Yeah, okay. So, Every once but anyways, while cheap, and right. then the second meal that they, um, that they offered on United <laughs> was a turkey sandwich, which I'm oh. like. Oh, shit. That's what it? about a vegetarian option? You had one for one meal, but not one for the other. Like, it's just, you know, yeah. balance it out. I right. And he said you had to request the vegetarian option for the sandwich. And, and yeah, nobody knows to do that. I didn't even know where to do that. Like, when you checked in or whatever. No, like, exactly. Where do you do that? So yeah. I'm like, no, I think, and would you do that when you book your flight then? So then they're ready? Because I feel like if you do it when, while you check in, like, is that enough time? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how that works. So that that's my review. <laughs> I didn't have any sex and in Europe. And you know what? Oh. On the second flight, they didn't they didn't provide pillows. <laughs> they didn't so. provide pillows? They didn't no. provide pillows. What? I, and I'm sorry. We're not bougie enough to fly first class yet. I've flown first class before, um, and it's nice, but I flew first class to Amsterdam once. It was dope. Yeah. But, dope. I mean, it, it doesn't always happen. So this, this time around, we just did the regular mm. seats, and they mm. didn't give us a pillow. Thankfully, we brought our rave pillow, which is nice. <laughs> yeah, we have a pillow that – because – if you ever see Cammy at a rave, homegirl legit brings like a pillow and two blankets, and then like in the middle of a crowd, we'll like lay, lay down, down a blanket. blanket. Oh my god! And, and, and I have a wait, that's picture. kind of my vibe. I feel like I would totally be like that at a rave. Yeah. So we all literally like go around her to make sure that like no, locker. Oh my yeah, god. to make sure that no. Wait, but have you ever watched the stars while you're listening to great music and there's just I was gonna say, you? what drugs are you taking? Because when I'm rolling, I'm really. <laughs> Like, I'm really just, like, chill. I don't know what it is. It's something with, like, my chemical, whatever. Because people are, like, going crazy. And I'm just, like, let me just, like, relax. See, like, it, it you really know? depends for me. Because at some raves, like, some sets, I'm going to be, like, fuck, yeah, I'm up. I'm the hype woman. Right. Like, I remember well, when we you're peaking and shit. We went to one rave in, um, in New York. And I was, like, so hyped to be there. Black Tiger Sex Machine had a wonderful set. And then, you know, and I was just, like, hype all the time. And then at freaking EDC, I was, like, the ground children. And you couldn't mm. see me standing up. But so not like, shrooms? Long. You did, like, shrooms? Yeah. <laughs> or, like, you're, like. I, I can't talk about it too much. Uh, <laughs> why? You were okay, sober. Okay, no. yeah. I, I was on. Um, I'm usually DD, so. Yeah. Yeah. I was Really? On. So you don't do the drugs? You don't do the drugs? Oh. No. Uh, okay. Uh, usually DD. Okay. No, I was on a little bit of shroomies. Just a okay. Bit. It was like it was that's nice. like a shroom behavior. Because yeah, one time in Coachella, EDC is not the place for shrooms. Not all the time. No. Wait, you went to Coachella? What? Twenty nineteen, I went to Coachella and I did shrooms for the first time. And then all I wanted to do was be in the tent and just lay there. Wow. Yeah. Do you want? I rather just like roll. Right. But even when I'm like rolling, I'm like, ah, I just want to be in the grass and like have the like the air blow and i'm just like yes. listening to music and i'm like yeah this is it and people are like <laughs> so that's why i bring my pillow and blanket yeah i get that so i'm on the same it's, type of vibe you know you get to be it's a little wookie just a little bit <laughs> but not that bad so but yeah we brought the rave pillow you need to recharge for, it's fine 
for flights. So it worked out. It worked out. I will say the flight on the way from Newark oh to Los God. Angeles, nothing but smoke shows. I was like left and right. I I'm like, say, where yeah, are yeah, all yeah. these hot dudes in L.A.? Because you're all really? going to L.A. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, I'm not seeing any of them around. I'm town. like, where are y'all on Bumble and Hinge? Like, I'm not seeing y'all. There was one. He was blonde. He had, was it blue eyes? I can't remember. He had his dog with him. I don't remember. I could not stop staring at him the whole flight. His <laughs> jaw, I was like, this man had Chiseled. me in a chokehold that entire like four-hour flight from Newark to L.A. He sat one row over me, and I was like, what I would have given to like sit next to him. He was so hot. Okay, my so dream hot. was to always like like meet someone on a flight. Yes, oh, serendipitous, right? Yes, yes. yes. Like, oh my god, where are you going? Oh my god, you know, we're but, going to L.A. And then like you're right. both, and then you get his number, and then like you both hook up, and right, like, you never thing. talk to him again. And yeah. like I, every time when I was single, of course, like I'd go fly by myself somewhere, and I'm like, okay, like the row's empty. Hopefully, someone hot like sits next to me, and it never yeah. happens. It's always uh, some like old person, right? Yeah. Or the kid, the kid behind you is like, kid, yes. fucking cheer. Let me do back the intro. The Let's do the intro. Oh yeah, the intro. <laughs> oh yeah. Hi guys, it's me, Stephanie Megan, your host of Broco Therapy. And guess what? It's your motherfucking favorite twins, Cammy and Nikki. What if we're not their Double favorite teamed. twins? Oh, okay. <laughs> What if you're not? I got dark there. Keep like, going. They're like, no, actually, Mary Kay and Ashley are my favorite twins. Yeah. Nah, nah. I do nah, love so. them, though. I fucking love them. I'm fascinated by twins. I say this every single time. I was obsessed with Mary Kay and Ashley growing up. I wanted to be them. Okay. I oh, s- say. Oh, you were, are them. I but brunette God. with a lot less yeah. money. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, At wait, least wait. you beat me on something. I was like, I just wanted to be a twin. I'm pretty sure, like, whenever we were in Spain, I saw a set of twins. And I didn't know if they were a set of twins. And I was like, is this, is this what people feel like when they ask us? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. are y'all sisters? Or when they see us and, you know, they're, like, trying to gauge it out. Because I sat there staring for, like, two minutes straight. And I was like, I don't. And I never asked. Because I got shy. So you just thought, like, are they just sisters or are they twins? You couldn't tell? Yeah, but I'm, I, I think we chalked it up to the word Wait, twins. stop. Did we finish the intro? Yeah, we did. Double okay. T podcast is here. But you said broke all the Okay, we did the whole. Yeah, okay, just the intro. I'm like, we got so. I'm like, I'm like, we got so sidetracked. I don't even know. The Welcome edible to did therapy. hit. So you so, took an edible. So I took an edible because I'm sad right now and Aww. I have anxiety and I don't want to cry. So I decided before recording that I would take an edible. Here's the thing: you could cry on here. Like, I you're know. more than welcome to. I cry I, during therapy all the time. Yeah. Like, oh, sometimes I cry every <laughs> session of therapy. Every single yeah, one. Yeah. Like, that's when we know we need a breakthrough is when I start crying. And I'm just like. <laughs> sometimes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So I can't look my therapist in the eye when I'm crying. <laughs> Me too. It's so hard. I'm always, always apologizing. Up. She's like, this is why we do it. No, that's exactly. <laughs> I do the same thing. I'm like, I'm so sorry. She's like, this is why we're here. It's okay. Literally. And I'm like, Ugh. You're like, you're supposed to cry. In th- like, you know what I mean? Like, if I don't cry in therapy, I'm like, was that worth the money? Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. You guys hear that? What? Stop. What it is? Oh, you know what? Okay, so these buttons. Uh-huh. <laughs> sorry. Are we remixing? <laughs> the listeners heard a crowd cheering. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all can't hear because you don't have headphones, but I pressed one of these buttons, and one of the buttons had a crowd cheering, so, so all of a like, sudden it was like, ah! 
<laughs> and I'm not going to edit that out. We no, don't. We're going to keep it. But I'm now like, what does this bike do? <laughs> what time is that? It has all of it. But I don't know how to stop it. Sorry, guys. All right. Double Team Podcast is here. We're about to talk about dicks and shit. Dicks in Europe and shit. And no, so, I didn't have any dick in Europe. No, oh my god. Oh, but you do have a really good story. Oh, I do. Wait, how do we start? I don't know. I'm just waiting for it to stop. I think you unpress the button. Oh, okay, okay. Wow. Obnoxious. <laughs> I thought I was a high People one. People watching this are like, <laughs> what is going what? on? Like, even me, I was like, whoa, where's this crowd? <laughs> whoa! <laughs> Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Martha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> anyway, so you took edibles because you don't want to cry. <laughs> Clearly, we Yeah, I know. And you know what? When I cry in therapy, my therapist, she doesn't even like acknowledge it because i think she knows that i don't want her to acknowledge it oh she just like continues on with the conversation which i really like wow because i i need her to like not mine only acknowledges it when i apologize and then she's like it's okay i'm the same way i apologize yeah i apologize every time sometimes she will like do that (laughs) wait what (laughs) that little like do that people listening to the audio are like not like not (laughs) Uh, she, yeah, uh, it's like I an endearing smile. Too much. Yeah, an endearing smile. Aww. Yeah, no, she'll. Yeah, sorry for anyone who's listening, but she will just like, you know, give me this nice, comforting smile. That's why I love my therapist. I actually need to call her. Rachel needs to hear some things from me. Yeah, I was so. while in Europe. I started making a list of the things I wanted to talk to my therapist about the next time I see her, because like mm-hmm. we've been gone for two weeks, and then I leave, and then um, you know. I leave for a trip for work next week. So, like, I told her for, like, the whole month of July, I'm like, let's just forget it because mm. I've got too much shit going on. She's like, okay, so I'll see you in August. I'm like, yes. And so now I've got a list of, like, the shit that we're going to talk about in August right. that I'm dealing it, with. You yeah. literally have to. Yeah, I yeah. got that. Wait, do you want me to tell my the yes. cute story? Yes. Okay, so <clears throat> it's just cute. It's not, like, anything that, like. You know, I, I know y'all are there used are to no my dicks involved. <laughs> y'all are used to my wild stories. The anal beads. Uh, anal beads. Let I remember, it be known that Nikki can be. I can be wholesome. Now yeah. I was laughing because I was looking through the comments yeah. where of that story, and someone, <laughs> someone was like, "Wait, I want to hear the rest of this story." And someone else commented, "Girl, it's wild, like yes. something, whatever." And I'm like, "This is the reaction my life is eliciting from people." Anyways. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah, it is wild. Like that's wild. That's so wild. I thought it was funny. 
Anyways, um, it was our friend's wedding in Germany. It was so much fun. It looked um, like so much fun. Yeah. I don't know if y'all know this because y'all have never seen Kimi and I in a wedding setting. We are the dancing queens. Dancing we do not. Queens. Yes. Young and sweet, only 17. That's the only creepy part about that song. Yeah, that is. Dancing queen. Feel the beat from the tambourine. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. That was good. They they logged off. (laughs) Okay. So, uh, yeah, Kimi and I are always on. a great time to hit that applause button. Right. (laughs) I don't even know which button it was. I think it was the green one. Okay. Um, Anyways. Anyway, so... We one like of, to dance a lot. We're always on the dance floor. It was so funny because one of the one of the bridesmaids' husbands came up to me, um, and he was like, "Because I was sitting down texting," um, and he comes up to me and he goes, "Even the dancing queen needs rest." And I was like, <laughs> "Yes, just you know, resting my feet. Yeah. You know, I was wearing heels. I was dancing. Everything was hurting." Um, and he goes, "One of our friends, her husband." <laughs> Um, I guess was talking to this, you know, other husband anyways. And he said, he was like, Dylan was saying, if you put a speaker <laughs> in the middle of a cornfield and just left it all night, you and Nikki would still be dancing. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, oh my God. I love that. That is so true. But yeah, yeah so, so if you need someone, dancing. if you need someone at a wedding to like bring the, to, you know, get the, the dance floor going. Yeah. Because at one that. point it was literally just Nikki. It was literally just <laughs> us two. Which, yeah. that's not the first time it's happened. That's, I've been oh that person, God. too, where it's, like, no one's dancing. And There's I'm like, a, yeah. Selena just came on, you guys. Like, yeah. fucking bitty bitty bum bum this bitch, y'all. Like, <laughs> what the hell are y'all doing, bum. right? I'm like, why is nobody up? And I was like, I remember at one point I was dancing on the dance floor. And I remember I was looking, or I was thinking to myself, I'm like, I probably look like an idiot. Because I was literally by myself. Kimi went to go take a break. And it was like literally just me dancing. Everyone else was like mingling, Aww. whatever. I didn't care. Yeah. But then at one point I'm like, I'm like, should I care? And then I was like, no. no. Like, what do I owe these people? Absolutely nothing. Exactly. I was enjoying the music. You the know vibe. where we're going to be dancing at? Where? Our live show. Oh my yes. God, yes. So, <laughs> back to... We're getting really sidetracked. German wedding. Yeah. Where were we? Oh, um, oh, bouquet toss. So um, they, the bride does the bouquet toss. And whenever she like threw it, I didn't see anyone move towards it. So I, I was moved like, away from it. <laughs> so I was like, you know what? Like, I'll go ahead and catch it like right. for fun, like jokingly. I thought Nikki, like. Nikki like lunged. <laughs> I know there was a video. I went, back to, I went back to watch it. I'm like, I like, I straight up lunch. Because <laughs> it was, was going right. It was go- headed right to the face of one of the flower girls so who sick. didn't move. So I was like, okay, before this like smacks her in the face, let me just quickly. Right. Yeah. So I, I caught the bouquet and I was like, you know, how fun. And in, in the U.S. when you catch a bouquet, like that, that's all that happens, right? Right. And there's not, a, that's it. So then the groom and his sister they're both German. They walk up to me and they're like, it's German tradition that you now you have to pick someone to dance with. <gasps> and I was like, no one told me this. <laughs> so now I got to pick someone to dance with. And, um, you know, there weren't a lot of single dudes at this wedding because uh, a lot of them were booed up. And I had no idea who was booed up and who wasn't. But I right. had a pretty decent idea. There was one groomsman. He was single. And I have, like, a, a ring that I wear. Mm. And I'll alternate it between hands. It's a Morganite ring. It's, like, a – it's pretty big. It's, like, three carats. And it's a solitaire. And it kind of looks like it could be an engagement ring, but it's not. And he, like, comes up to me. He's, like, 
And because I'm like trying to figure out who I'm gonna like pick to dance with, and he was like, he pointed to my ring. He was like, but, and I'm like, this is just a ring, ring that right, I wear. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, I'm not. I'm divorcing actually. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> so I guess I technically am married, but you know, separated. Right. Anyways. And and I'm not sure if he was, like, trying to make himself available or not, but he was, like, standing right there. But then there was this really cute guy. He happened to be in a wheelchair. And this, this is so wholesome. I thought he was so cute. And I, wanted, I thought so, too. Honestly. I wanted to talk to him the entire night, but I didn't know how to go up to him. And I wasn't Aww. sure if he was, like, with someone or not. And so he's I, German. And he's German. I don't know what his English is like. Yeah. So I asked the groom. I'm like, is he single? And he was like, yeah. Do you want me to ask him if he'll dance with you? And I'm like, absolutely. Aww. So he comes over and he <clears throat> and I was like, and the groom kind of introduces us. Um, I really liked his name. I'm not going to say just in case he, like, you know, because I never asked him for consent. Um, mm. But anyways, so. Um, you're thinking that. as you're, like, yeah. thinking, it's like <laughs> this is going to be in the podcast, let me ask now. Um, so anyways, so I. Wait, can I say this on the pod later? Why not? Sorry. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know, I know. So he's like, do you want to get, get a drink? And I'm like, absolutely. And so we grabbed a drink and I just plopped down on his lap and we put my arm around him. And we sat there and talked for about a song or two, getting to know each other a little bit. And, um, yeah, it was a really sweet moment. And I think he was happy that I picked him to dance. I was thrilled. Even though we couldn't technically dance, you know, we still, like, we were were on the dance floor. We had a drink, and we were just, like, sitting there talking. And, yeah, it it was really cute. I really liked him. He invited me to go to Tomorrowland with him next year. Um, oh, my gosh. Oh, I didn't know that. We're definitely going. Uh, he, you were right there. His brother invited us to go this year, but I'm like, we can't. So he was like, next year. And I'm like, absolutely, let's go. Oh, okay. So, Aww. but yeah, it was really did cute. Did you exchange, like, phone numbers and social? We didn't, but I did. I do have a picture of it. Let me see. <gasps> I want to see. Hold on. Post yeah. it? But it's not. Like, I don't think it, you can see his face. Yeah, anymore. you can't see his face. Oh, really stop. This is so cute. You look great. Thanks. He, yeah, he was, he was cute. And I was so happy that she chose. Him. And I was laughing because later that night, the groom, he was a little drunk at this point, And he was trying to get Camilla to like oh, s- yeah. sit on he his lap. He wanted me like, to sit on his lap. I was like, nah, dude, I just want a jacket. Like, Yeah. Anyway, so then I like swooped plus, in. Plus, Nikki already came. Yeah, exactly. So I swooped right. in and sat down on his lap again. And we talked some more. And it was Aww. really fun. Yeah. He was like, let me get both twins. Yeah. Well, no, more so. <laughs> I think the groom. I think oh, he groom. thought. Oh, okay. I think he thought you, you were, were me. Yeah. Oh, okay, and okay, then okay. so I think he got us confused. Our, our dresses were different colors. I know, but he was drunk, and I think he got us confused, and he just wanted. So, anyways, it was all. Anyways, but that that was my story. So, I love that a wholesome story, a wholesome moment. I do have them every once in a while. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. <laughs> It was a really fun wedding. I had a, it, honestly I like had one a of the one of the most fun weddings I've ever been to. Yeah, I yes. love weddings. Yeah, but I will say I was definitely you know going to Europe. I was like maybe I'll have like a serendipitous hookup. You know, like yeah, I did like in did Hawaii. you go on like apps or did you try to like? I did go on the apps, but very briefly, and we had so much going on for the wedding that I was like, meh. Yeah, and um, and, and no Nikki one and I were pretty much sharing a room. Like, yeah, I was like, what am I gonna like, do? How would it work? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. Right. So and this is what Camilla. This is what I think we should do. We really need to go somewhere, pick or get two different rooms, probably go just you and I. Because, like, we had friends. We had stuff going on. Like, you know, we wanted to be part of the group. And then, like, during the day, go do separate things. 
and maybe at night get together and do, or like or opposite during the day go do things together and at night go our separate ways and then that way like if it something happens yeah if it serendipitously ends up with like you know, a fun little hookup, then that then that's how we go. I think we already discussed doing this. I also think we should do more like solo trips, but maybe not Europe, because like if you're gonna go to Europe, I wanna go. So yeah, exactly. but like, you know, Hawaii or Cabo or some shit. I'd be down. Anyways. Aww. I personally don't want to see an airplane for a month. But after that after that, yeah. After that. Honestly, same. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh, you flew here. I flew here. I and I Wait, like, you flew here? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, I flew here, and then I also like flew to Palm Springs like twice in like one week. That's oh, a that lot. looked so fun. That's yeah. a lot. It made me want to like do a, a girls' trip to Palm Springs. I, I love, love Palm it's Springs. It's fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. I'm going for work. Okay. Wait, so. I we haven't caught up in a while. You had anal. I had oh anal. yeah. Tell us about it. How did it go? Okay. It, did you push out? Like I said. Wait, I have. Did you listen to that one girl who sent both of us a DM about her pegging a guy? I think I saw, but I was like, okay, let me check later. And I, it's just been crazy. Okay, okay, okay. we'll talk about it later. But But let's talk about it later. Okay, okay. Okay. So it's not so exciting, but it's exciting, I guess. So I think the listeners probably heard a little bit. I went to um, the, uh, there's this artist, Twee, who's like a friend of mine, but I'm also like a huge fan of hers. Mm -hmm. She was performing in Oakland. And so me and my boyfriend went, and I, the drinks there were, very strong. I only oh. had like, well, I had like t- three margaritas. Okay, so you got lit? I got lit unintentionally, yeah. but I was like, <laughs> I'm feeling good. I'm feeling great. I'm feeling frisky. Like, I don't even remember the end of the concert. Selena comes on. Selena comes on. Were you, where were you in your cycle? Ovulation, follicular, luteal? I don't know. It was May 21st. Mm. Wait, aren't you bleeding with the new moon? Yeah. So if it was May 21st, I don't remember when the last new moon was. Shit. Okay. Okay. Continue. I love that you like are so curious of where I was in my cycle. Well, because you said you were frisky. Were you right. were you yeah, yeah. Was ovulating? Like, Maybe you were super horny. You know what it is? Tequila just makes me a fucking slut. Like yeah, we've no matter all been there. where like what day of the cycle, like if I'm drinking tequila and it's like good music and like an available penis is there. No shade to my boyfriend. Yeah, <laughs> no, I get it. <laughs> my boyfriend was there. So I was just like, shit, might as well. So Isn't there a song like tequila makes her clothes fall off? It's a country song. Right. I don't even like country. But, uh. literally, but literally, like, that's what happens no, to me. No, same. Like, I just get. That's like, why I, I don't drink. I get super horny. I get so horny. And I end up having, like, just a lot of. Like, anyways. I can't remember the last time Charity I got. cases. Yeah, I yes. guess. <laughs> <laughs> There's been a lot of. Very questionable moments in my you past. You did not just say that. Um, <laughs> no, there's, no such, there's no such thing as a charity case. I take it back. There's no such thing yeah, as a charity case. Yeah, me rephrase that no before. such thing as a charity case. <laughs> there were a lot of questionable decisions in my past, I will say. We'll it's leave cold. It at that. It's called oh, experimenting. It I'm cold. It's fine. It's okay, okay. I'm, I'm like hot. Okay, the so you were... are like, no? Okay. Really bright. You were frisky. <laughs> I was really frisky. Bright. We were at a concert. We, you know, went home, and we just started, like, you know, like, hooking up and stuff like that. And he was, you know, tr- uh, trying to hit it from the back, like, doggy style. Okay. And then he was fucked up, too. So he, like, slipped into my butt. And then I was like... Did that not hurt? I was like, just keep going. Like, I don't <gasps> know. I was just like, let's just, let's just do it. Ooh, and oh my so God. he was like penetrating for a good like 
I don't even know because the concept of time at that oh. like when I was yeah when was, you fucked up yeah yeah and so but like it was a good amount of time and then at one point I was like there's a dick in my butt and then you know when you're like overthinking taking a box right <laughs> and not that I was like turned off but I was all of a sudden like ow like I like all of a sudden felt like the pain you know because it was like first off like, but what do you remember feeling Okay, because it feels like you're taking a shit constantly, right? I felt, like, really full. Like, it felt like I was taking a shit. Okay, but usually the pain comes when they're going in. That's when it feels like the ring of fire. He was, like, pounding. I don't know. Maybe it was, like... Okay, once it's the... Once it gets in and then it's... Once it gets in and then it's pounding, then that feels really nice. Yeah, I feel like From once it's I in, once it's, I feel ago. like going in is what hurts the most, but once it's in is right. like it feels Because he was in and he was penetrating, but I think... I started overthinking, and then I was like, wait, I'm doing anal, and then I immediately resorted to it's painful. Oh. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. so I didn't really get, but I, I remember feeling like I was enjoying it, but I think I just started, like, overthinking or something. I don't, I don't know. Now that I'm, like. What did he think of it? He liked it. Yeah. He said it felt good? It felt good. Did he come? In? Not in my butt, no. Ah, uh, damn. Because I was going to say, you can't get that shit, butter. cream pie it. No, we just kept continuing doing, like, other things. Like, okay. we just kept going. Okay. Um, But, yeah, that was pretty much it. Okay, the That's, next day. How did, was your asshole after? Did you poop? I poop so much all the That's time. That's what I was going to say. The next day, did you poop more? Here's the thing. I poop, like, a, an excessive amount every morning. Okay. So I never really could tell. Okay, but, but I after anal, like you shit. pooped a lot. Yeah, yeah. I've noticed. That's I've nice. noticed if I'm ever constipated, um, mm. and I have anal the oh, next you day, anal. It just happens. Like things right. start flow very naturally and very easily, and more than usual to the point where I'm like cleaned out. So it's great. Here's I, the thing: I have my Adderall ADHD medicine, and uh, I took it the next morning. And when I take Adderall, anyone who is familiar, like you poop a lot. Oh, I didn't know that. So it makes you like just shit a lot. So mm. is that what I, I should have tried a week ago? <laughs> Maybe. Okay, but honestly, a little gut clean I, cleanse. I was constipated last week, and what did I do? I, I told Cami to shove a butt plug I up there to loosen things up. It worked, right? Did it work? Swirl it around. <laughs> did it work? Try to get things to relax. <laughs> I think you needed to use a bigger butt plug. <laughs> it did not. It I have is. tiny butt plugs. It did not work okay, the way should, I wanted well, to. No, I don't want you to use my butt plug. But my no. Butt, my <laughs> butt plug is bigger. <laughs> I really wish at that point that I had my own set of anal beads. It's okay. Sorry, I don't know why that was like the interaction was like hilarious. Continue. It's really funny because I'm high, so this yeah. is, everything is moving really slow for me. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, I love this for you. I'm sober. So. I'm sober as hell. Sober as yeah. all I have is like coffee with me right now. I oh wait, I had coffee this morning. I'm like yeah. I'm not even what caffeinated. Is this a latte, Can but by now, yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, going back to pooping, <laughs> Adderall oh, helps you poop, so maybe that's what you needed, but. I'm, I'm a try. Just, I, I, that's a better rec. I when people are constipated, I tell them to go have anal. So maybe, maybe Adderall is a better Adderall, recommendation for anal. Adderall helps. Like, like it really does like cleanse you out. So that's why I couldn't tell if it was like the a anal lot, poop yeah, or like because it it just felt kind of normal. So would you do it again? Yes, but I ah! would do it. 
Yes, I'd have to be like again drunk, but maybe not as drunk as I was because I was pretty sloppy drunk. Okay, so a little so, less so. Yeah, a little less so, just to relax and definitely need like lube because yeah. there was none. It was oh. just like that's what I'm saying. So it hurt. It felt like very dry. Mm. Were you wet? Did he spit at least? Well, we were he very from- like sloppy drunk. This wasn't <gasps> did, like- he didn't go back in the vagina, did he? Oh my god. <laughs> You did. Oh. Okay, girl, put some boric acid up there. Just make sure there's no, nothing growing down put there. Some I don't want to. I'm fine. Nothing's, like, happened. Okay, good. But still. Okay. It, right. but, good so, to, but good to know for next time. They are self-cleaning. But, yes, yes. you never want to go from ass to You're kitty. right. What the fuck? Were, As we one of my very... friends always said, it's not a two-for-one special. Yeah. It's, you don't go from peach to kitty. You got to clean in between. so true. I mean, I feel like sober wise, I would have definitely have thought that, but I think in the moment, and you're right, I didn't think about it afterwards. But like that is the only thing scary. that is really like ugh, about doing that is just the fact that you have different bacteria in your colon than you do in your vagina. Right. So when you mix those, that's when you can get like a really like our vagina not, sensitive, not yeah. so fun combination. Being a BV, I remember one time, and I What's was BV, like, what, like, how do you know you have it? Bacterial, Bacterial vaginosis. vaginosis. Oh, trust me, you pull your underwear down and it smells like. Fish. It's so bad. It's so tuna. It's so bad. And I mean, like, you know, because sometimes like your peach gets off and like right, you right, know, right. it smells a little like sometimes like I'll have my little moment, but it's, I have nothing super like oof, what no, is no, that? no, no. When you have BV, <laughs> oof, baby. Right. When you when like you, if I had a long day, it's gonna and I was yeah. sweating, it's gonna have a scent but yeah no 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 it's not like that bv okay. it's like everyone can smell it it's <gasps> so it's so bad do i smell okay i haven't i can't she smell she looked at me she gave me the dirtiest look <laughs> i okay, need to like do i was zoom not trying to be she was like okay i was like, like i'm why not would you gonna even, smell she was I was not trying to give you a Because she's high. I can see it in her eyes. Um, I think it's just because I have no control over my fee's expression <laughs> sometimes. So, um, but <laughs> I don't know if this is TMI, but. TM, girl, we already know. I know. I tell y'all all my we, anal stories. And they're like, I don't know if this is TMI. <laughs> no, but actually, when Cammy lost her sense of smell due to COVID. Oh, God. She's <laughs> here to tell us. Yeah. Yeah, why not? She, one time she was like, I'm afraid I have BB. Will you smell my underwear? Homegirl legit made me smell her panties to see if she had BB. Did she? She did. <laughs> hey! It was so bad. Hey! The boric acid cleared it right up. It's fine. It's fine. Oh my God. Hey! I was giving you an honest. Vaginas are sensitive, okay? I was giving you an honest answer. Whatever. Yeah, boric acid fixed it just fine. And then, and yeah, so then a week later, she's like, okay, I did boric acid. Will you smell it now? And I'm like, it's yeah, fine. it's fine. Okay, it's really, guys, do you uh, know how bad it is losing your sense of smell? I couldn't even, like, sort. Oh, wait, hold on. The chairs are like, yes. <laughs> they clapped for you. They agreed, Cammy. They agreed. I can't wait to listen to this. <laughs> Why the fuck do I keep doing that? What's happening? But anyways, I am constantly congested, so I know your life on the daily. Well, we're also almost always congested. So really? yeah, so like I can't we can't always smell either. Okay, wait, no, I've been less congested this year. Though I will say mm. when we went to uh Spain and then Oh we my went god, to Germany, our allergies like my blew allergies up. <gasps> it's so bad. 
I also bad, think I I'm also terrified then. Cause... I also think Spain had just a lot of pollen, so then it Ooh, just really irritated. That is true. Fucked up. Yeah. Oh my! I, everything was so clogged up. I had to mouth breathe. Oh, <laughs> I'm a mouth breather it's for okay. sure. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> 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 no, it's not the green one. <laughs> oh, what was the green one? Everyone's gonna listen to this episode and be like, like, "What, what the, the fuck? fuck were they doing?" Oh my god! <clears throat> Should we um, read some emails? <laughs> yeah. Let's do- Wait, what? <laughs> Should we read some emails? I'll read some emails. Yeah. Let's do. <laughs> now it's oh hi Jess. That's my oh. I was like. I heard something. <laughs> okay, let's go to emails. So it's not the green. What am I pressing? It's I'm really glad that you liked your anal experience, though. It was good. Because, I mean, I do like my ass fingered. And I, like, it uh, kind of felt very similar, just more full. Because it's not a finger. I like When we were plus. talking about being drunk and having anal, it reminds me of a time that I was, like, plastered. Um, and had anal, and then the guy was about to go back into my kitty, and I was like, "Stop!" <gasps> and this is like, Hammer as time. I'm, this is <laughs> <laughs> this is as I'm like, we're both super drunk. I'm like, you gotta wash that off before we start to have sex. And he's like, "What?" I'm like, "You can't." He was like, "I've never heard of that." I'm like, "Can you just please wash off so we can resume?" So he went, washed his dick off in the sink, and then we continued having sex. That is Holy fuck, man! I can't believe my boyfriend stuck it up my ass and then into my vagina. It's okay. And most learned. people, most people don't know. Most people don't know. If you did that, it's okay. I okay. Think, yeah, I mean, granted, it wasn't like a like it wasn't that long of a, like. I feel like maybe? if something went wrong, you would know. You would know by now. Yeah. By now, yeah. right? Okay. But maybe put some boric acid up there just in case. Okay. Maybe I should. Just to be safe. Yeah, just to be safe. Okay. And every once in a while, it's good to put those up there just because so, it helps clean everything up. Okay. I'm pretty Legit. sure one time I avoided chlamydia by using boric really? acid pills. Yeah. Is that possible? Are we- I'm very curious because I remember at one time I had a guy, he was like, hey. So we had used condoms the first couple times, but then like, um, you know, after we got a little bit more comfortable, we like removed them and we had just gotten, mm. we had each gotten tested. So I was like, okay, sure. And then um, he was like, hey, I, uh, I tested positive for chlamydia. Um, and him and I had, like, recently had mm. sex, like, without condoms. And I was like, fuck. And, I mean, it, we had it, like, twice. So I was like, yeah, I probably got it. But each time after we had sex, I used boric acid. Why? Because um, I was... just had a feeling his... Well, no, it's more so just, like, I... If, if it's, like, a newer... How do you newer... boric acid? I sound so dumb. You, but... they co- it comes with an applicator. Oh. Oh. Or you just use your finger. Oh. Yeah, it's a little pill. So anyways, you put it out there. It's so a suppository. You put, you put if you're pill? using, yeah, you put yeah, it in your vagina. It's a suppository. In your vagina. Yeah, you do not oh. ingest it. You put it up your vagina. Because boric acid up the vagina is good, but Lerdola. boric acid down the throat is Will toxic. kill you. Um, uh, oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't, don't swallow it. Um, anyway, so, um, just, be- I think it was mainly for the reason that, like, I didn't want him to mess up my pH because I was, like, this is a new, newer partner, right. whatever, we just removed condoms, and I was, like, I, my pH was, like, balanced, mm. you know, so I wanted to, like, keep it balanced, um, so I, I used the boric acid pills, and then I tested for chlamydia twice after, because, he, you know, he's, like, he tested positive, both were negative. Oh, shit. So I was like, oh, dope. I'm, so, um, I'm thinking it was the boric acid, but don't quote me on that. I'm not a doctor. 
but it's I her think theory. I, my theory is that the boric acid helped. Oh shit! Oh, we need a gynecologist to clear this up. We need yeah. a gynecologist <laughs> on the show. Oh my god! What about the dude that you matched with? That was a gynecologist. I haven't talked to him in a long time. But you could. What am I gonna do? Up? Reach out. Hey. Yeah. Want to be on the pod? Want to <laughs> be on the podcast? Okay. Let's email. Okay. So this one says, "By curious Ooh. question mark." <clears throat> Hi, after listening to your most recent podcast, The Pegging One, I really love some advice. I'm a female in my late 20s. I've only hooked up with men, but I've been dying to hook up with women for years. But find it so hard to find a partner or someone to even just experiment with. What would you just What would you suggest to help me get out there? As much as I love sex with men, I can't help but wonder how much I can learn and experience being with a woman. I've always been attracted to women. I've always been attracted to women and usually turn to lesbian porn when I'm horny. All of us. I also find it so hard for me to come with male partners. I'm curious how things would go with a woman. I love your show. Thank you for creating a safe space to talk about taboo topics. And she's a Pisces. In Connecticut. Love you. Thank you. Uh, Well, Pisces (laughs) in Connecticut. Pisces in Connecticut. Pisces in Connecticut. We're going to hand the mic off to Nikki. So my recommendation, am I the, oh wait, y'all haven't been, okay. Um, By the way, I saw, not to get sidetracked, but I remember I saw a, I had posted one of the clips from the pegging episode Mm -hmm. on TikTok Mm -hmm. and everyone, like three girls were like, you mean strapping? You mean like strapping question mark? I'm like, pegging, strapping. I'm I'm pretty sure it's the same thing. thing, If it's a strapless strap on, then is it really strapping? So yeah, I'm like, you're pegging them. Like, what? I don't understand. Anyways. I thought my impression of pegging was, like, pegging through. It's you're, it's a strap, but it's, like, pegging through the butt. I thought, like, pegging was kind of, like, the anal version of strapping. I, I thought it why. just meant you're using a strap on with someone. Mm. I could be wrong. Don't quote me. I'm I not an expert. you're pegging a woman. I'm not an expert. But I was like, why, do, why are we caught I up on the, the semantics? Thing, right. Why are things. we caught up on the semantics? Anyways, yeah. um, get on the dating app. Uh, this is my mm-hmm. advice to Pisces in Connecticut. Get on the dating app and set your um, your thing to everyone or just girls. Because, like, I noticed if you set it to everyone, it'll primarily show me men. And it'll mm. show me, like, for every 10 men, it'll show me one woman. Mm. So if I really want to look for girls, I'll just set it to women. And... Just start some conversations, see how it goes, see if anyone's like interested. And you can put in your bio and be honest and be like, hey, I'm bi curious, you know, right? Um, all that fun stuff. <clears throat> bi curious and inexperienced, yeah, and inexperienced. And, um, you know, I've said in the past that like I, I get a little iffy with women that aren't too experienced because I was gonna say, like, is that gonna attract? It's not that it turns me off that they're inexperienced, I just and I've said this before on the episode. I don't want to be the pussy that makes them decide they're not in a pussy. Mm. I don't want them to go down on me and be like, you know what? Not for me. Like but that, that's, that's a huge, like, let me, let me turn you. That's you know? a huge hit to my ego. Right. So, you know, I, but anyways, but I, I wouldn't, you know, if someone was like, Hey, I'm bi curious. Like I, I wouldn't necessarily be like, never mind. I would just, you know, have to have a moment with my ego before we decide to move forward with this person. And be like, if they don't like it, it's not on you. It's on right, them. Right, <laughs> right. No, but seriously, just go on the dating apps and you can put on there, like, I'm curious. I want to experiment. Da-da-da. There are women on there that I think would be willing to explore and to, and to you know, see if that's something that, you know, you like and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, you can also, you know, go for threesomes with couples. 
because that's an opportunity. Granted, you know, male energy is still present, so I don't know if you want that, but, you know, that's an option too. Um, but yeah, I would say start on the dating apps. Um, I've always wanted to hire, like, um, a sex worker. Oh, really? I really have because, uh, and I've, I've had plenty of experiences with women, and, like, I really love, like, what I've had with women, but... Um, I guess I'd like to, and this is going to sound really superficial. I'd like to, I guess, be able to like pick. Yeah. Not that I haven't had the chance to like huh? pick before. No, like pick like but what like, kind of woman, you know, kind of like yeah. a sex worker. Yeah. Oh, is this a want. fantasy? Yeah. I mean, I guess it's, you know. Yeah. I guess yeah. so. I think it'd be fun. Not that I haven't had the chance to like pick before. Obviously, I've, been, I've selected. But, like, but the whole thing. Like like going through like seeing which one you like and be like okay you, and then yeah. You know, yeah or like I'd love to go to a strip club and uh, granted it's been a long time since I've gone I to a strip club I love going to the strip club yeah and but uh, and you know like take one of them to the back room I'd absolutely love to do that um, mm-hmm. but granted you know then like eat I don't know what depends on maybe where you go I don't know what you right. can do with them specifically but um, now granted like the whole sex worker thing like and, and it's in the same way that like one day I'd love to you know have a young guy and have him be my sugar baby. Right. You know, so that's not like a, a sexist thing. Anyways, so, but yeah, but I think dating apps are a really easy way to start. Um, How about like in person? Like, let's say, you know, like you're, you're at, at a bar. In person hard. In, yeah. Now, I will say if you go to like, you know, a, an event where it's like maybe mainly lesbians or like a lot of bisexual people that, you know, are there, like, you know, if it's like a pride event or like, like put yourself in positions like, where you know that you'll yeah, like, exactly. or a local gay club, a local gay bar, something like that, then yeah, you probably have the chance of like meeting a woman and absolutely go that route. I think I just like the dating apps because like it c- gives you a little bit of practice in talking to women. Hitting on women looks entirely different than hitting on men. Yeah. I was going to say like, how do you like go about hitting on a woman? Well, so, I mean... Like, how do you... Me- like, what do you message them? Because we know, like, we go on dating apps, but, like, how do you approach it? Especially if, like, you're this is just uncharted territory. You know what I mean? Like, you've... I'll be... Done you say... Support. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'll like, be completely honest. I'll be completely honest. When I'm on Bumble and I match with men, um, I either give them one of three opening responses. Mm-hmm. Uh, three of the little shaka emojis. A gif. Gif. However the fuck you say mm-hmm. it. Or I'll put hi with a uh, smiley face. That's Easy. all you get as a man. Why the? I know Bumble's supposed to be girl where like the girl is like you know initiates. I'm like no, I'll initiate plenty when I decide whether or not like you're worthy of my time. Not to sound conceited, but like the fact it's that I'm giving though, you the opportunity right. to speak to me, like and that's also, enough. Men are easy. Exactly. So. Um, no offense to men, love you guys. So that's what I do with men. With women, I'll actually, like, I'll go on their profile, I'll read through, and I'll be like, hey, you know, and then be like, love that, you know, blah, blah, blah. Or like, oh, we both live in Hollywood, so close. Like, I'll actually put an effort and, like, mm. say something. But, like, just be friendly. I remember one time on Tinder, that I complimented a girl's boobs, and she immediately unmatched me. I'm like, I don't know what I did wrong there, but I'm sorry. She probably didn't want to be, like, you know... She courted? <laughs> I don't know. Anyways. Maybe she felt like objectified. Like she's probably someone that's like, I want to be. Yeah, maybe, maybe she wanna, just thought I you were really bad. Maybe she so, was like looking for something only different. about boobs. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So I mean, like when it comes to <laughs> girls, I think you have to kind of approach it in the way, like put yourself in the shoes of like a man when they're trying to approach you. You know, but like don't go too cheesy. Don't go too like you know 
too much. Just be casual, be cool, be yourself, um, and just kind of open up the conversation. The fact that you're both there on Bumble looking for women, I think, is enough to let them know, like, you're interested in sexual interactions. Mm-hmm. Um, but you, I think you definitely have to put in more effort than you do with men, if that makes sense. For sure. Not that I don't put in effort with men. I just, I... You put a little bit of effort with men. I put a lot more effort in with women. Yeah. Yeah. You have to with women, I think. Yeah. Because, like, yeah, men, it's just, like, you just compliment their whatever and they're like, ooh. Okay, this you know, I feel yeah. like they like it with girls. It's like we compliment each other all the time. Yeah, that's another thing too. It's like you know, when mm. you compliment women, it you know you can't. You know, I compliment my girlfriends all the time, where I'm like, oh my god, I love your outfit, girl. Those shoes are killer. Right. You know, we whatever. All do it. Like you know, you, so you got to be a little bit more like intentional when you're complimenting women. Yeah, but what's that so? look like? What, yeah, what I would say like I like your boobs. <laughs> Apparently, you can tell not. by the way she drinks a soda pop that she's a good dancer. <laughs> Apparently, no, I'll never forget. I'll never forget. One time I was at a sex party, and there was this girl there. She was so attractive. Um, was I there? Yeah, you were there. The one in New York City. Remember? Oh, the the dancer? Can yeah. I go to a sex oh. party and just watch? Oh, yeah. absolutely. I want to go to a sex party. We hardly ever have sex at them. So, yeah, you can go and watch. I, I'd love to go to watch people. <gasps> yeah. I want to go and watch. watch. Yeah, you guys bring me next time? You yeah. should come with us. Okay. Um, We'll discuss I actually that had offline. a dream one time we we went to a sex party, but we ah. were we were sitting in an like auditorium. Oh. And we were watching, it was like they were on stage and we were I don't have I guess I've been having dreams of you guys lately, but we went and we were like yeah, sitting what? in the auditorium. Do we know each other in a past life? I feel like maybe we, we should we probably it's did. just our higher selves planning stuff. Anyways. Yeah. Um but yeah, I was at a I was at a sex party and this girl, um, she was like she leans over at one point and she leans over to me and she goes, I just want to let you know. And she goes, because I know how hard it is for girls to like tell whether or not another girl wants to have sex with you. She's like, I would absolutely eat the shit out of your <laughs> pussy. And I was like, thank you. Likewise. <laughs> oh so my God. It's hard to say like yeah. how to do it because like some girls like being very forward. Uh, no, I didn't. And I was really upset because she was, uh, she was playing with this other girl. For some reason I wasn't like, I'm trying to remember what, I'm trying to think of what girls were around us that night. I don't I'll show you, you know who it is. I'll show you a picture. We got her Instagram. I still follow her on Instagram. Tall black girl. She sat right next to you half the night. Sierra. <laughs> you gotta bleed that out. Yes. Oh, you oh, said oh, Sierra yeah. in the last episode. This and I was beat is automatic, supersonic, hypnotic, funky, fresh. You follow her on IG. I, don't, I need yeah. her IG. Okay. Anyways, so it didn't happen, but I was upset. I did watch her get eaten out by someone else, and I was like, damn. Um, but then, I, like, the night got away. Anyways, um, she was cool. I liked her. So it's hard with women because, like, you you don't know what they're going to like. You kind of have to – it's like I said, you know, when it comes to, like, going down on girls. Like, maybe just start off with what you like and see how they react. I feel like you don't even have to start with going down on them. No, 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 no. That's not what I meant. Okay, well, that's what I thought you were seeing. Like, I was I like, feel like, why don't, don't you try kissing and maybe groping some tits before no, you no, jump no, in? No, you gotta, you gotta ask for consent first. Oh, right. I'm right. saying when it comes to talking to girls, like think about what you like when right, a, when a right, guy no, or a girl yeah. approaches you. Like, I, I know what you meant. Just like how we talked about eating out. Yeah, exactly, whatever. exactly. So yeah. it's like, so do you like when people are funny and they crack jokes and maybe you know try to find like a not so cheesy but like. Like, you know, a funny little punch, something, you know, for me, I like it when guys are like, or girls, (laughs) I like it when people are direct with me. I'm usually pretty direct with people. 
So I, I like directness. That's why when she was like, I would definitely go down on you. I was like, I would need directness too. But yeah. at the same time, I feel like, actually, I don't know. I, I might, if I'm awkward. But if she's like smooth about it and like very, you know, like, yeah. Like if a guy is super smooth, love it. If a girl's super smooth, like in the way that they like talk and right. everything, I'm way into that too. So I don't know. I, I, I can't say like exactly how, but I will say this when you are complimenting women on a more, like I'm actually interested in you level rather than just like, Ooh, girl, cute shoes. Like, mm. you know, say like, you know, a lot of times you're complimenting like, you know, their hair there or like, you know, makeup, clothes, whatever, like certain objects, Mm -hmm. like, you know, maybe say something about like either like the energy they're giving off, like the way they're like Mm -hmm. something about like maybe their body specifically, but like not so what's the word I'm looking, not so perverted. Mm. Yeah. Which we we tend to not like that anyway with guys when they're just like, I need like an example. Can you give a sentence? Because I'm really trying to picture like what I would say if I wanted to like uh, the number one example I can think of is like if a girl came up to me and was like, girl, I love your dress. Like I'd be like, oh, thanks. Like she likes my dress. Mm. Or if, but if someone else came up to me and they're like, you look absolutely stunning in that dress. And then maybe added a little up and down with the eyes. Ooh, yeah. Okay, so okay. you need body language. Okay. Right. That can help too. But yeah, absolutely body help, language can help. Like maybe like a little bit more flirty with the eyes. But do you see what I'm saying there? Like instead yes. of instead of saying like love the dress, instead of complimenting like, just yes, the dress. Yeah, so exactly. Great. Then it's you like, went for instead, like, I love the way you look in that dress, or right. that dress looks stunning on you, or like right. your That's body. So something like that, you know? Right. I like love that. that. Yeah. Okay, okay. And okay. or I don't know. Instead no, of like that's perfect. And I feel yeah. like it's a case by case. You always have to read people too. Yeah. I'm so, huge on going off of energy. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that like it is kind of hard to like give a script of what to say and how to do it because it's like every person's different. Yeah. But I but I think I I know what you're saying where it's like show the show a little bit of like sexual like compliments there without being too over yeah, the top. Exactly. Like I said, you know? I like directness and I like when people are straight up with me, but I also like I can understand how for some people that's kind of like a turn off and I and I like it when people are smooth with it too. So but like, also you were at a sex party, right? Yeah, exactly. So, so like, like the, it was the environment was a lot more right. like if I was at a bar and a girl came up to me and she was like, and you know, like you look absolutely stunning tonight or whatever and like gave me like the eyes, then I'd be like, Oh yeah. You know, mm. so body language and like those kind of eye contact, eye those kind of things can really help way. too. Yeah. See, I'm trying to think of like, you know, if I'm at a bar and a guy approaches me and like, how can I tell if they're into me? It's usually by like a slightly sexual, but not too sexual. Like, yeah, innuendo. they'll touch your shoulder well, or I'm like, saying, like, you know, or, like, or kind of knock, yeah. you, like give you a little yeah, knock, exactly. something like that. They, right. they always with do, women. It's always something very subtle. Or like the waist. The waist, yeah, they hold it. Yeah, same. I'll do that, too, like, with girls. If, like, if I'm more interested in Mm. them, I'll do kind of those same light touches in places where it's not, like, too inappropriate and, like, whatever, just to kind of show them, like, I'm interested. Yeah, I feel like for me, in the beginning, like, I would need to be approached. Like, Oh, for sure. Same, same. Yeah, because I wouldn't even. I would not. (laughs) Be, like, so confused. Like, I'd be like, oh, they just might be my friend. Like, I wouldn't, you know, but, like, I don't know. It would have to be. I don't know. I really, 
I'm still figuring out what that would look like. I get it. And it's hard. It is like, that's why I like the dating apps is because like you get to kind of like practice talking to women. Right. Right. Um, Cause it does take practice because you're, you have to be more in your masculine energy to approach a woman. That's why like for everyone that's going to, you know, for anyone that's going to come at me for saying like, Oh, you know, you give no effort to guys like that's so sexist. What really is, is like, I'm trying to be in my feminine by trying to receive more when men approach when, you know, like on dating apps, yeah. like when I open the door for a man to approach me, I'm trying to receive and be more in my feminine energy. So uh, that way I give them the room to to start the conversation somehow to make way. That's why I hate Hinge. Hinge, the guys always expect you to like do all the heavy lifting. I'm like, nah, dude. I had a great time on Hinge. Really? I have not had a great time. I met one dude that I absolutely loved, um, but that's about it. Uh, I'm trying to think. Actually, I feel like else? for me, like, and Danny read my chart, so he like, it kind of made sense to why I'm like this. Mm-hmm. Like I liked, I like, I like when they give me space. I don't like it when they're just overbearing. Uh, okay, same, Aquarius. Same. No, that's Aquarius. true. But same, yeah, same. yeah. So like, you know, for instance, like my boyfriend, like he, you know, complimented me in my show and stuff like that, but like really kept his distance and was like kind of watching from afar. Yeah, like just enough. Right, just, just enough. enough. But yeah. it's like. And I don't, and I know that he intentionally didn't do this. He was just probably doing it because he didn't know how to flirt with me. <laughs> so he was just like, I'm not going to be overbearing, so I'm just going to be, like, kind of chilling in the back, you know, but I'm going to, like, <laughs> let her know. I think she meant the clap. The clap. Oh, the clap. Oh, wait, never mind. Clap. <laughs> I know. I was like, wait, what? My bad, my bad, my bad. But, um, I switched him up. And for me, like, that's always kind of worked, like, with him and even my ex, like, the boyfriend I had before him. Like, he... He so he approached me at a bar mm. and it was like, You're oh. cute, and then walked away. And then I was like, So intrigued. Like, and I was dancing oh. with another guy. Like, I was another guy was giving me all of this attention and I was hanging out with him. Okay. But I was so like, But where's the guy that's like not giving me the, <laughs> the attention? I don't think guys realize like how much of a move that is. Seriously, if a guy came up to me and was like, You look ravishing, and then walked away and like made it, made like. Made an effort to right? not be in my vicinity for the next locked. ten minutes. I would be hunting that man down, <laughs> exactly. like no other. I'm like, where is he? And you know, and so, and later on, my ex, my ex was like, oh, I just saw you with that guy, so I just thought that that was your man, and I felt whatever, and I was like, that was not, not my dude, man. not my no, dude, not, not my dude. My you were my, my dude. man now, right? So <laughs> you my man, <laughs> right? And so, like, I feel like I'm like, it was that. I'm like, I wonder if that's, like, how I need to be approached by women. Like, I don't know. I'm still obviously discovering that because I even... If a girl did that to me, yeah, I'd be into it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, like I said, it's, it's all going to be case but, by case. It's going to depend on, like, what you like and, right. you know, what the other person likes. But the best thing I can suggest is just, to, like, be yourself in it mm-hmm. and and try to look past the gender norms a little bit. But, like understand that like if you're going to approach a woman you do have to be more in your masculine you know or for sure if you're gonna be approached by women you know then you're more in your feminine so like you know whatever yeah and I feel like usually when I think back at like my friends who like have hooked up with women like a lot of times the stories they tell me it's usually them just being like very straightforward with them and it just happens yeah I love when women are straightforward so I'm like okay I feel like that's yeah because you never really know so we have to like cut the bullshit type of thing but I don't know yeah. I'm still on a team journey, like Cammy. Yeah. I still need to get some tits in my mouth. But I, I, do I, I, I do love boobs. I'm trying to think of the last time I've been with a woman. Boobs it's been a little while just because, like, I'm trying to remember. Anyways, regardless, I, yeah, I crave being with women sometimes. Like, it's just a really nice experience. So, Pisces in Connecticut, I hope that happens for you. 
Get your I pussy hope my girl. tips helped. Um, but it yeah. helped me. Let us know if you're gonna if you're gonna give it a try. Let us know. Yeah. All right. Any others? Keep us posted. Yeah. We have you others. Do one more and then switch to. And then we'll go to yeah. the yeah because we got it. We got to get a bunch. This one says vibrator and my boyfriend's booty hole. Oh, I'm excited already. <laughs> yeah. I'm just buzzing. <laughs> Cami on edibles is great. Okay. Hi, Steph. It's me again, Brenda. Oh, my God. Wait, I know who Brenda is. She's a homegirl I talked to in um, my solo pod. I didn't know where else. From Brooklyn? No, she's not. Oh, no, no. She's in the Bay. Okay. okay, Yeah. What's her sign? Sorry. Aquarius. <laughs> Aquarius. Ah, okay, now Aquarius from the I won't cut you off anymore. Sorry. <laughs> like, I need more info about her. Um, I didn't know where else to send this to, but here, but here, but I'm listening to the new pod that you upload with the twins, and you guys mentioned having a vibrator by a man's booty hole. Okay, so I've used, I've always used a vibrator when we're in missionary recently. I, wait, missionary. Recently, I just ate his booty hole, and he won't stop asking me to do it. Ooh. I think he asks for it more than a blowjob. Anyways, recently I had the vibrator closer to his penis as he's thrusting and he loved it. So I got a little curious and slowly moved the vibrator behind his balls, which he loved, then moved it to the booty hole. All I got to say is that he loves it. Now he has his own bullet vibrator. (laughs) But yes, guys love it, especially when it's behind the balls. Anyways, love you and everyone on the pod. Thanks for keeping me smiling and motivating me to get adventurous in the bed. Yes. Shout out to Brenda. What's up, I girl? Love Brenda that. and Brenda's boyfriend. I'm so happy to hear so this. So stoked for the that, both of you. That's so, okay. I, my, I've been using the vibrator in bed, but my boyfriend says he doesn't really like, it doesn't really do anything for him. Okay, so sometimes I will, like uh, my little, I have a, it's like a mouse-shaped one. It's really cute. Anyways, and... What I'll do is when I'm blowing the guy, I'll like put it kind of like like she said beneath the ball sack area, the taint, the taint, mm. or like just around in general, and it does feel really nice for them. <gasps> or sometimes on their balls. That one of my guys likes it like directly on his ball sack. Well, I was gonna say, have you tried it like also like at the base of his penis? Yeah, like right, because that's also like right, right when the the the, I the just, stomach meets the penis. Where did I put it? I mean, it'd just be like when I'm using it on me. Yeah, sometimes I like, can feel it on. Yeah. yeah, and he doesn't feel anything. But I even like tried put. Maybe I was a little like aggressive and not hot with it. But I was like, "Do you feel anything?" And I like put it like <laughs> on his balls, just like go like this. Um, and he was like, "I mean, it's like fine. I guess it wasn't really a sexual moment. I think it was just me being like." I think it also depends <laughs> on the vibration because, like, yeah. my, so I have some pretty strong vibrators. I was gonna say some that, of them are some of them are will make it be too much and yeah, kind of. And then sensitive. it's too yeah, it's too sensitive, especially on their ball uh, uh, ball area. But then some are like too light, so then it's not enough for them to feel it. So like, you gotta find a good like middle vibration. I, yeah, he likes when I like give a lot of pressure on his balls. Yeah, but I I have so had, maybe it needs to be stronger. I have had guys that like it when I put the vibrator like on their asshole. I think and if you, I think it feels really good for them. Wow. For that. And as yeah, long bullet, as you don't suck it in. Yeah, bullet vibrators are great for that because they're small. They're small. They're little, and so like you can put it right around that area, and it's like easy to do. Wait, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna put a. <laughs> they also make vibrating butt plugs, mm-hmm. which men can. That makes sense. I there was a guy that I used to hook up with um, that he loved to put a butt plug in himself while 
you know. I don't think my text. my boyfriend has expressed to me that he's not into butt stuff, but I just feel like a part of me wants him to be. That's fine, but it's like I can't just force him. No, I get it, but, but I, mean, yeah, I think you gotta start slow. I mean, yeah. every man associates his asshole with being with homosexuality, right, right? So I think you instead have to like reframe that narrative. As my therapist always says, let's reframe that. Maybe um, listening to this episode like yeah. will help him realize. But I think just get him more comfortable with that area. And I think it's also because, you know, like, you know, what comes out of the asshole. Everyone's like right. hesitant that something's going to, you know, pop right. out. So uh, I, you start slow, start with the vibrator, start with the fingers, just see how that goes. But yeah, the vibrator, especially to like warm up the area before you put a finger up there. Really nice. Ooh, mm-hmm. you are so educated. <laughs> I just try a lot of shit. Okay. Yeah, like you just know <laughs> you just imagine a guy just like bent over, spreading his cheeks. She's like, I'm going to try this one now. Right. Like you're just so. Here's the thing what I love about like the both of you guys is like, like sex is like more than just sex. You know, it's like yeah. it's like it's like an art. You know? Oh, absolutely. Like, to me, it's such, an art. It's such a craft. Yeah. And like I think that like you really like own that craft and you do it. You, you try your best to do it like safely and just like without any judgment. And I think it's like such a beautiful like perception on sex. And I think like for me, it's really changed a lot of like my relationship towards sex. Just like hearing you like the both of you like talk about it and like, I don't know. I'm getting like really mushy. Cushy. But I, like, I, like I, really <laughs> I wish more people realized that. But this is why we do what we do. Because a person yeah. likes sex and, you know, as ex- especially as exploration, like uh, some people will, you know, try to use that as like a weapon. Like, oh, you're a slut or like, oh, you're a whore That's for one. That's because society's been fucked up. No, yeah, I know. Whatever, but it's yeah. like, it's like, you know, sometimes it's, it really is just beautiful having, you know, a sexual experience in which you experiment, you have fun. And, you know, maybe it wasn't for love, but you learned a lot and it was a lot of fun. And right. like you enjoyed it anyway, right? I just exactly. want to say thank you. That was one of the kindest yes. things anyone's ever said to me. Like I always so like I always so tell my boyfriend that I tell like everyone that I'm like it's such a like it's such a beautiful thing to hear you like talk about sex because it's like it's not you're you're never you never talk about sex in a disrespectful way. You never talk about it in like a degrading way or anything. Like Aww. it's such a it's such a non-judgmental and like safe space and you like that you've just like it's amazing I like, because it, we're told as women like to be ashamed of our bodies and to be ashamed of mm-hmm. the feeling of like pleasure but it's like you've or it's like wanting you, it yeah or wanting it and you just like have like no get you don't give a fuck about that and you look at it as like a beautiful connection between mm-hmm. you and partners and you know and it's just like exploring and it this is like human nature it's our bodies it's like very like Kind of like spiritual in a way, as I'm like kind oh. of explaining. Like it's oh, a very one thousand percent. Yeah, a very and spiritual <laughs> experience that's just like beyond the societal norms. I love that you said like art and craft because like that's how I look at sex and like that's how I try to treat a lot of my sexual experiences. Like to me, it is an art. It is a craft. Like mm. the way that I have sex, like I've taken a lot of time to refine it and to really like open up myself and like explore it and understand it because like I love finding the ways I can like bring pleasure to my body mm-hmm. so if I can find that for other people like I get so much satisfaction out of it because yeah. like I mean you know I remember I, reading somewhere and I've said this before in our past pod somewhere along those lines it's like people prioritize productivity 
in this society. They don't prioritize pleasure. So, like, everything's supposed to be for productivity, like work, you know, everything that you give your energy to, even food, you know, everything's supposed to be for productivity, capitalism, all those things, instead of, like, pleasure. There's that one audio on TikTok, you know, where she's like, pleasure. And someone <laughs> asks, like, you know, what are you doing this for? And he's like, to feel good. And, you know, they're like, oh, well, what about this? And they're like, I want pleasure. Like, I don't know if anyone right. knows that audio, but, right. like, she talks about how you're just prioritizing things for pleasure. And, like, so many people don't do that because it doesn't feel productive. But, like, I can hands well, like hands down 100% say that, like, the times that I've, like, made sure to prioritize my pleasure have been some of those produ- some of the most productive times for myself because I feel so fulfilled. Exactly. I feel so, like, happy and, and like, joy and everything. Way more than, you know, like, answering a bunch of work emails and all this shit. Obviously, like, there's a balance to it, and, like, there's a way to, you know, make sure you are being both productive and pleasured. But, you like... You can't masturbate 15 times a day. Exactly. No, it's true. You can. It's you fine. You can, but... It's not you, ruining you your life. As, okay. long as, as long as you're sleeping. But, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's all about balance. Maybe it's the Libra in me, but, like, I want to make sure that I am as pleasured as I am productive. Right. And, and so... I, and yeah. I think you're, like, you're good at that because... Not only are you just like, oh, yeah, I like to have sex. You know how to pleasure yourself. Like, but you're safe about it. You educate yourself on it. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. you just, you, you, and also you, like, you express that. Like, okay, like, be careful. Like, oh, yeah, don't do anal and then do, you know, the regular yeah, sex. Yeah. Like, stuff like that. It's like, obviously, my drunk ass didn't think about that. But it's like, you always have that in the forefront of like, okay, this is an art. This is a craft. I enjoy this. But we still have to be safe. Yeah, I want to take like care of my body. Right, Wear right. condoms, people. I want stickers that say it. I want my body to like be able to continue to. So obviously, I want to take care of it and all yeah. of that. And that don't beat yourself up too much. That is a common mistake. That I even I made that mistake a long time ago. I did. We it. all got to learn, you know, one way right. or another. So same way that I learned about STDs, I got chlamydia when I was seventeen. So then I was like, you know what? Let me educate myself on this. So it's like, you know, the more that you like experiment, and the more that you put yourself in these situations, you just learn so much because you're like, oh, yep, been there, done that. You know, right. That kind of thing so and that's what I encourage for everybody but like I I think you know to discover your own blueprint of sex to find your own you know art and craft in it I think for anyone that's like a really important journey with themselves because like the amount of like love and uh, I think tenderness too that you'll find for yourself will surprise you and I think a lot of us like I'm speaking on behalf of me and just people who have like told me their problems. Like it's this like unhealthy relationship with sex. I know we're over time, but I don't even care. It's like this unhealthy relationship with sex in a sense of like, for me when I was single, like I was out there like having sex just to like, it wasn't an art or a craft or even for myself. It was really just to like find love and find validation and to feel pretty, to feel desirable. Like I needed that like stamp of validation to feel like, you know, and also because like everyone else is doing it. So you want to be like, Oh yeah, I'm a freak too. You know, like when I was younger, obviously not (laughs) recently, but like I've always kind of battled with that. And also like, you know, yeah, it was, it was really just you sometimes like not going to lie you sometimes just to get a guy to fall in love with me, Yeah, you know, which is like so unhealthy, but you've like you, and I wish I like known you when I was younger because I definitely (laughs) needed, I needed this kind of thing because I was also on another side of that is people are just like, fuck it. Like just fuck with no feelings. Like fuck that shit. Like catch flights, not feelings. Right. Like catch flights, not feelings type of thing. And so they're fucking and they're not, they're not like, you know, educating themselves, they're not taking care of themselves, whatever it is, and they're just doing it just, again, just how I'm looking for validation. In a way, people who will try to act like, oh, yeah, I don't give a fuck, are looking to feel something too, mm-hmm. you know? So it's like, that was kind of the only 
I feel like two relationships I'd I would know about sex and other than that I'd be like okay it's for love you're in a, you're married whatever it is like the traditional sense and so I mean, there's you've kind of brought a different pr- and there's nothing wrong with like the traditional sense yeah, yeah. but you just brought a certain perspective where it was like oh like it, 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 like I look at it as like an art and I don't know it's just you're not doing it to for validation mm-hmm. you're not doing it to run away from your feelings you know like for my impression I don't know your life but like but like I just feel the way that you talk about it and represent it is like very um it's very I special so thank you I just need to give that moment I mean, to you I'm gonna go back and save this clip whenever I'm gonna cry yeah. <laughs> I know <laughs> I've already cried enough today <laughs> are my eyes puffy <laughs> no they're not good. puffy are you good what I was what I was gonna say like on that note is there's nothing wrong with I, I think the the key is is to be honest with yourself for what you're using sex for there's nothing wrong with using it for validation or for mm. love or yeah sometimes we do it to you know reel people in like I think a lot of times though people aren't on I wasn't honest with myself exactly that's yeah. what I'm saying is like it's it, if you're not being honest with yourself for the reasons that you're using sex that's when you start creating those unhealthy relationships with it because you're like you're like oh I'm just doing this for fun and then but really it's because like you're you're denying yourself the fact that you're like I want to feel loved and I want someone to like make me feel special but instead you're like I'm just doing this for fun like you know you're 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 lying to yourself and so that it's creating this like false narrative in your head you know that like you're just having a grand old time like everyone else when really like you want to connect you want someone like whatever so but also I think there's also a lot of shame in that though right like as women oh absolutely we want to like a lot of times like there are moments where I was just super horny and just wanted some dick and like no strings attached. It's okay. Like I probably could have done exactly, that. Yeah. But it was just like, uh, yeah, there was shame holding me back from, from doing that. You know, sometimes it's so. nice just to get dick, just to get it. Yeah. yeah. Well, as I'm saying, like I have sex for different reasons. There are times that I have sex because I'm like, you know what? And, and I'll tell myself this. I'm like, I want to feel sexy. I'm going to hop on a dating app and I want someone to like uh, make me feel sexy and I'm going to go have sex to do that. Then I have other times, especially like with the people that I've like really dove into that I'm like, let's go make art. Let's go have sex. That's like, you know, this beautiful, lovely, awesome experience. Then other times I have sex because like, I just want to (laughs) feel close to someone. So then like, I have certain partners that like fulfill different things. And like, that's the great thing about non-monogamy is that like, I have partners that, you know, we go create art. I have partners that like, you know, we have sex just to, you know, connect and like have kind of this beautiful special moment and then I have the people that I go to when I just want validation or want to feel sexy so like there's not or okay or the people that like you know when I sometimes I'm stressed and I just want someone to like rail into me right right and there's nothing wrong with that so I'll be like you know what I'm stressed I want someone to fuck the living shit out of me and then I'll be great like I think the key is that be you're, honest with yourself. Yeah, Be honest with yourself for why you're having sex. If you, you know, are ignoring your needs and like trying to use sex when really that's not what you need, that's when you get into issues. That's mm-hmm. when you, you know, when people get into these like situations where they have expectations. Exactly. Of something and yeah. They're, like, they're trying to fulfill. They're trying to scratch an itch with something that's not going to scratch that itch. Mm-hmm. So it, the, I think the best thing there is just to always be honest with yourself about why you're using or why you're having sex. Um, and then on top of that is just to like. When you are honest with yourself, now you can approach it in the way that you want to approach it. And then I'll, you know, because if you if you want to be more experimentative, if you want to be more creative with it, then like be intentional, like with that person about in that moment. Or like I'll tell, like you know, one of my partners, I'll be like, let's just like have really like 
loving like emotional sex and then like cuddle and like and that's we have what a, I want right yeah now. and we have a conversation about that oh that makes me sad but so you know what I'm saying like then you're more intentional with it yeah, so then yeah. it's like it, it's so much more fulfilling mm. when you're like this is the goal that I have how am I gonna get there uh, let's use sex in this healthy way to do it and then you accomplish it and then you feel fulfilled mm. I think people forget that they can do that right but that's 100%. like that's yeah that's when you got to be honest with yourself yeah, so I mean, sticking, you know, a bullet vibrator in your asshole. From the there exactly. you go. Yeah. So okay, you're right, because I feel like that kind of healed me just right now, because the way that I was talking about, like, yeah, I was just doing it for validation, but it's like, actually, yeah, you're right. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. It's the only thing that, like, made it different is the fact that I wasn't honest with myself. And mm-hmm. I think sometimes, like, I don't think at that moment. Or you shamed yourself. I shamed myself. For wanting sex for validation. Yes. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Not just wanting sex, but wanting sex for validation. Yeah. So then you're like, I don't, that's not why I'm doing it. I'm doing it because I want to be fun, you know? And But really, it's like you you wanted that validation. And, like, again, it's all about creating, like, healthy relationships with these things and, like, finding, you know, partners or people or whatever, and or if you're monogamous, uh, like, making sure that your partner understands, like, this is what I need right now. This is what we're going to do. I think sometimes, like, looking back, like, there are moments where I don't think I even really knew what I needed. That's fair, too. And you, I just you, was like, I'm looking for something, and I am I would just go out there, and I didn't know what I was looking for or what I was trying to fulfill. Because, like, with depression, depression looks different for everyone. Mm-hmm. And my depression, especially in my early 20s and when I go through a depressive state, is very numb. Like, I'm a very mm-hmm. sensitive and empathetic person, but when I'm going through depression, it is very, like state of numbness so mm. i don't feel happy i don't feel sad you know some people are like yeah. oh i feel terrible and they feel it in their body and yeah. they're just like in a dark cloud and they just want to hide in their room like i have moments like that yeah but like a, a lot of times most of the time my depression just looks so numb hmm. so i think back in the day when i would you, you know go out looking for the validation and all that stuff it was really just because like I was feeling nothing I wasn't feeling happiness I wasn't feeling sadness so you wanted to feel something I wanted to feel something and yeah. I wanted and I was looking it I was looking for feelings and like excitement and passion in other people mm-hmm. you know especially men and especially in sex mm-hmm. so I think that that's what I was doing yeah you know and that's so sounds yeah. reasonable to me and I didn't know it at that time I yeah. didn't understand what how my depression looked like. I was like, I'm just searching and I'm glad I did it. And I'm, I'm supposed to not know sometimes, you know, and then later on when you're older and a little bit more healed, you're like, oh, that's what I was doing. Yeah. You know, and you I understand mean, better. I it reminds me of my, when I had depression in my college years. Yeah. I like the way you explain that. Cause I was also like, you get really autopilot. I yeah. was very like pretending everything was okay, right. but like on the inside, it was just like it was just you know, flat, There's a plain there. field. There was n- there was just nothing. And just yeah, nothing. Yeah, you're right. You're right. There's a sense and of I like would numbness. and I would have sex because just to try to feel good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's I, I yeah. it's the only way you could feel good sometimes. I with know. Alcohol, partying, sex. That's why I was doing all of it. <laughs> Exactly. I think in those instances, you got to dig a little deeper before mm-hmm. you go have sex. But I understand, like, wanting sometimes, like, the serendipity of, like, let's just see what I go out there and find and feel. Because, like, I've had those moments, too. Um, and and, the, and that has surprised me. Like, I remember when I went to um, – there was a sex party I went to last year. And I was like, I don't know what I'm going for. I'm going by myself. Mm-hmm. I don't know anyone there. Let's just see what happens, and I'll just, like, follow my 
follow my gut, my heart, my instinct, whatever. Um, and that's the night that I met my two doms. And I remember, like, I ended up feeling so, you know, like, thrilled and fulfilled by the few things that we did there. And so, and, and so there's nothing wrong with that. But like I said, it, it it's all, you know, it's all a thing of balance and also, like, getting introspective with yourself. And so, you know, if you're not feeling anything, maybe sit there and be like, what do I want to feel? And if you really can't come up with answers, you know, maybe then go out and just see what happens. But, like, I, I would encourage anyone to, like, you know, whether you journal, whether you're just, like, talking to yourself, whether, you're like, you're in the mirror, mm. whatever, take some time to dig deep and try to try to get at least a little bit of those answers for yourselves. Because then once you have, like, an intention or a goal, then you can be, you know – more you can approach it I think in a healthier way yeah and rather yeah. than like just putting yourself in a random situation and then like the outcome isn't what you wanted or like something bad happens and you're like fuck I didn't want that you know so like if you can if you can find a direction that's great um and like a way to go but speak yeah. your truths yeah but, that, but yeah. that's the thing it's like being getting honest with yourself mm-hmm. and not just about sex honestly about it's a lot life. of things life yeah. in general like and, and I think everyone has a has a hard time like you know accepting their own truth yeah and so like I think life becomes so much easier when you finally get to a point where you're like I accept this truth about myself maybe it's not good maybe it's not great maybe it's bad maybe it's you know can be deemed wrong they don't want to face it yeah but as long as you can sit there and be like okay we're facing it and like this is my truth that takes work in itself yeah but that's like time and work that's honestly I think the majority of the work because then once you get there then you're like okay now how can I solve this right and then but like that is the biggest step I think in in most of it is like getting to a point where you can accept it for yourself like Mm. there are things about you know my sexuality or about my you know my kinks etc that for a while I was like why do I like this? And I didn't want to face the answer. Mm. But then, you know, once I did, I'm like, that's not so bad. You know, I like it because, you know, X, Y, and Z. And like that, there's nothing wrong with that. Exactly. That's how I felt about boobs. Yeah. I shamed myself a long time for liking them. The same really? with women. I shamed myself for years about women, if I'm being honest. Mm. Mm. I denied my bisexuality for probably since like the beginning of like when I became a sexual being. I denied it because I was like, oh, no, I don't like that. And I then, know. When I was yeah. younger, I would, like, feel attraction, and I would just be like, no. Yeah. No, no. I no, like, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So, porn is so nice. So good. Yeah. So it's like once you actually, like, get honest with yourself, life gets a hell of a lot easier. Yeah. So yeah. that's my advice to. love that. Well, we yeah. do have another episode to do. That got deep. I know. That did get we deep. Really, I was, like, so happy. We were yeah. with that one. I love it. That was good. Oh, well, anyways, plug yourself. Okay, <laughs> at Double Team Podcast. Uh, Mostly everywhere. And then DoubleTeamedPodcast.com. Um, find us on TikTok, Instagram. All that good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. us. And then Love fo- you. Oh, oh sorry. <laughs> and then follow me, Stephanie Megan, for more at BrokeGirlTherapy.com. All that shit is there. And we're also having... <laughs> She did it for me. We're also having a live show event in LA in October. So you guys, if be on the lookout. This episode is pre-recorded, so if it's out by now, I'm gonna have information. I don't. Just look, follow us on social media, and you'll know. Yes, okay. but did I not do a good impression? That was of good. You? Yeah, that was good. Yeah, <laughs> even like the you knew. Yeah, the you tone like, exactly. <laughs> I knew exactly what I was saying. I thought I did it really yes. good. Okay. All right, bye guys. <laughs> oh my god. Broke girl therapy. Broke girl therapy. Broke girl therapy. Broke girl therapy. Broke girl therapy.
Broke, broke, growth, growth, therapy. Have you ever been stuck on a call you really wish you could get off of? I guess it's official. Oh. I guess we're partners. Thank you. I Here we know. go. I feel like after that incredible dinner that we had with you the other night, and I'm, I'm not going to tell you how much it was. But you try to put two dozen oysters in a spreadsheet, you know, your accountant's not so happy. So can't even write those off when, yeah, they, when they come from seafood. Gets tricky. So right. Conference call follows a down on her luck tech industry wonderkin by the name of Julie Burke, who has no other choice but to partner with two brothers from the reject piles of Shark Tank as they desperately try to develop their next invention. When recordings of Julie's calls with the Toad Bros end up in the hands of an investigative journalist, she presents her audience with the wild twists of Julie's story, showcasing the best of their worst, most cringeworthy phone calls. Conference Call, a Paradiso Media production presented by Realm, stars Elizabeth Henstridge, Jeff Ward, Gregory Stees, and Emma Roberts, and featuring Karen Gillan, Beck Bennett, Dimi Dijuibe, Clark Gregg, and many more. Be sure to listen and subscribe to Conference Call wherever you get your podcasts or learn more at realm.fm. 